This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. My stock up player, and I'm trying to pull up the stats as we speak, um, so you can help me out maybe, but my stock up player is Jaden Reed. Okay. Um, I think we have known that he is going to be the starter in the slot. We've been very excited about his upside and his um, athletic ability, but to see him kind of come through as really like wide receiver one in this game um, and have some really nice, uh, just like really nice moments, I think we're going to see a lot more of him. And this is only uh, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, so Jordan, uh, Jordan, Jaden Reed ended up with, I want to say it was 48 yards. Yeah two receptions for 48 yards and his long was 30. And then of course he contributed on special teams with that punt return as well for 35 yards. I'm going to give my stock up to somebody that you already mentioned kind of briefly, Darnell Savage. I just thought he had a really kind of underrated quiet day. I know he gave up the first down at one point in the first half, but he looked shot out of a cannon. He had 10 total tackles, led the team one tackle for loss where he just blew up a play in the backfield before they could even get it developed. So if that's kind of who he gets to be and he gets to play more aggressively and more physically and play closer to the line, I think that's kind of what he needs. And I'm excited to see that kind of role develop for him throughout the rest of the season, because in his, his week one, he looked really good for us being concerned about the safety room. Yeah. He's going to give up his plays, but I did like the way he played in this game for sure. Um, my stock down, I already kind of went over it, um, but it's unfortunately AJ Dillon. Um, just right now, I think there's a lot of upside, a lot of guys you can put in this like stock up pile. And he's really the only one that I think underperformed in this game. Um, I think you could maybe put Josh Myers in there as well. I mentioned this earlier, but I just thought like still very inconsistent, especially it's so stark to me because the rest of the line is so stout. Like there is not a single thing that anyone else on that line does wrong. (laughs) And he is still kind of missing blocks when he needs to. He's still, you know, there were still two botched snaps in this game that fortunately didn't cause any issues, but we just can't have that happen. So I'd probably pick AJ Dillon and or Josh Myers. I think those are really the only candidates. I would have said AJ Dillon as well, but I think that we might see the Packers start to experiment with the line a little bit if Josh still performs the way that he is. Zach Tom, you've got as a candidate to move to center. Rashid Walker had such a fantastic preseason and looks like a franchise tackle that I think they give you a little bit of flexibility. You know, Yash Nyman can do it too. Obviously, Zach Tom won the spot, 
But I think if Josh continues to struggle against better defensive line play, because the Bears defensive line is not good, then we're going to see some movement. And the Packers have said, like, their goal is always to get the best five out there. And Josh Myers, I know he was a a second round draft pick, but he unfortunately might just not be one of their best five. And that's what they have to figure out kind of in the first few weeks of the season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Totally. Also, you mentioned him, but like quick shout out Rasheed Walker coming in as a sixth (laughs) eligible lineman playing the Mercedes Lewis role and looking great. He had a huge part to play in that big Aaron Jones run. So, or I should say, you know, screen, screen pass, but awesome. Awesome by Rasheed Walker. Yeah. So then finally to wrap up, let's talk about favorite play or plays that you had from week one. Um, We didn't get to talk about this, and I purposely didn't because I wanted to save it, but Quay Walker pick six. (laughs) It's a good one. (laughs) The perfect, like, microcosm of how well this defense played, right? They got really good pressure on Justin Fields. They took away every read possible. Instead of taking a sack, which you think he probably should have, he made a pretty bad throw. And not only did Quay – you know how sometimes – Anyone but – I'm keeping the DB group out of this because I feel like when DBs make interceptions, they tend to try to get that extra yardage. I find that anyone, linebackers or if for whatever reason, a defensive lineman or an edge rusher get an interception, they usually just kind of like go down. They're like, oh, my God, the ball down. Quay Walker not only took this ball, tried to get extra yardage, cut across the field, pinballed against a Bears yep. defender did not go down, changed direction, and then smashed his way into the end zone probably so badly that he's now in concussion protocol, which you don't want. But just like the effort, you have to give him the A plus for effort because not only did he make, you know, a great read on the ball and take it away from Justin Fields, but he fought to get into that end zone. That was not an easy pick six. That was not a... They're in their own kind of end zone and you just jump around and it's right in there. He really worked for that. So that was great. And it was just like the icing on top of what was already kind of an ass whooping. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, what's, what's so significant about that too was the fact that it happened and I, Darnell Savage had said earlier in the week, um, or in his post game kind of interviews that like he was like barking at Quay all week because he was playing too close and he needed to back up and then he backs up in the game in that alignment and that's when he snags the pick six which is just really funny to hear like you know that that it was something that they looked at and worked on and they were like no Quay like just back it up a little bit but yeah that's that's a really nice pick I also wanted to kind of piggyback on that because we had talked about this offline but Darnell Savage uh, Matt Lafleur gave him a shout out as being one of the reasons that he went for it on that fourth down because Savage looked at him and basically said, like, we got you coach. Like if this doesn't work, like the defense is going to hold up. And just that, that mindset and that mentality, like, you know, there's dogs on the defense. Like you've got Jair, you've got Rashawn, who I think gave the pregame speech. Like there are leaders and players, but to have a guy like Darnell 
who went through the adversity that he did last year come out and have that kind of role I thought was just was a really nice like token after this game yeah that's a really nice touch I think also before you give your your play of the game um just a really like really shows how close this team is yeah um and I think you saw it a lot especially if you watch the locker room footage post game like these guys love each other. They're playing hard for each other. You see it on the sidelines. You see them dap up Matt LaFleur, you know, in game. You see big bear hugs between Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love. Just like the the vibe of this locker room is super positive, And there's clearly like a lot of camaraderie all across the board. Yeah, I mean, like even um, not to go back to it, but like DJ Moore had said, like, we didn't bring the juice. And that was a phrase we heard so often the last couple seasons from the Packers, where it was like, you know, we were trailing and we just didn't have the energy to overcome the adversity. Like you saw David Bakhtiari laying in the end zone, waving at Bears fans. He flipped them off at one point when he was on the line, like a la AJ Hawk. <laughs> the group celebrations, whenever like Dobbs had a touchdown, AJ or Aaron Jones, when he had the touchdown, they were all doing a celebration together. Like, you can tell that this team had so much bulletin board material through the off season and they knew like all we need is each other. And I think this was like a really example of that, especially, you know, to have the the analysts all pick the bears on the, the pregame show. That was just really special to see this Packers team and can like feel how close they are. Um, we talked about it a little bit, but I think one of my favorite plays of the game was just the Jordan Love fumble that he converted that, you know, would have been a touchdown if Luke Musgrave doesn't get a cramp because it was such an example of who we think he can be as a quarterback. Super poised, doesn't freak out, doesn't just like dive on the ball and get tackled. He has enough, you know, he had, he, he kind of recalled it after the game and said like, I knew this was a huge play. David Bakhtiari had even said he was like begging them to run this because they knew it was wide open and it was wide open all practice all week. So Jordan's like, oh, no, I'm going to botch this. Like, I dropped it. Nope, he just scoops it up. AJ picks up, you know, the defender, and he's able to get a huge completion. So I think just that level of poise, he just looks kind of well beyond his years as a starting quarterback. I completely agree. And I bet we see that play over and over and over again until it stops working. Um, My last thing before we wrap up the show is I just want to point out that the Packers touchdown celebration for one of <laughs> Romeo Dobbs's. No, you're going to love this. For one of Romeo Dobbs's touchdowns was a dance move from the movie. Love don't cost a thing. So not only were they enjoying themselves in this off season and coming up with touchdown celebrations, but they did it with so much nuance that it was actually a tribute to their starting quarterback. 